Hello and welcome to Harold Hay. It's Corey Vaughn with Adam Samaha. Uh, and today we're talking about Teacher Strike, written by Rachel Lippman and Joseph Purdy, uh, directed by Kelly James and Steve Saki. Uh, spoil, spoiler alert, this was not a great episode that we watched. If you want to enjoy it, I'd say grab some Saki. Gra- oh, that was good. Hand slapping hands. Yep. Um, look, we're going to complain about this episode a lot. Uh, so we really should just get into it. Like, there's no reason for us to even talk about it because you're going to, you're going to listen to the intro. I'm going to explain the episode and then we're going to complain about it there. We have some insights peppered in there, but I feel like the payoff may not, might not be good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you want to hear us bitch and moan, welcome. If you want some positivity, listen to a Gilmore Guys episode. Sure. If you want a little, if you're feeling angsty, if you want to let it out and hear some guys mumble about being frustrated. About a 90s cartoon (laughs) that's been not on TV for years and years. Um, More importantly, if you really care about us doing this, email us at hey.haroldhey at gmail.com. Rate and review would be amazing. Send send some stuff around on the Twitter. We don't even do use Twitter really. No, I, so you guys should our minions should use it for us. That would be amazing. Please, we would um, love it. And they're not minions. You're fantastic, uh, autonomous people that don't talk. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> But if you do talk like that, please, we accept send you. Us, yeah, an audio file. Um, yeah, there's really not much exciting stuff to. We talk about, I guess, teacher stuff. We talk about Teacher Strike, we talk about West Virginia Teacher teacher Strike, which is real, not in the cartoon, and it's way more interesting this episode. So if you turn this podcast off, Google the teacher strikes that are happening in the United States. That's actually interesting. And there's a little factoid, Fitbit, Google it, It's Teacher Strike. It's good, it's Um, funny, and it's depressing. It's everything uh, you want. The only thing I would say, just as a warning, is that um, if you've watched this episode, you're probably like, this is out of order. Uh, why are you doing this out of order? Miss Slovak is still in the show. You'd be right. You are right. We know. We're that's ju- not our but fault. We, we told you all at the beginning of this series, at the beginning of this podcast, that we were going to go by the Hulu order, not because they're right, but because it's the easiest. Yeah. Right? Easy is not always bad. Oh, well, unless you're writing this episode. Yeah, unless you're watching this episode, that's yeah. the problem. Um, okay, well, I guess enjoy us bantering about nothing. But you can honestly just you can listen to something else if you want. Yeah. Oh, I don't. No, we, no. We, actually, we respect you, and we care about. Maybe you. Maybe just put it on like triple speed, so we still get to listen. Well, they might still get to listen if they listen this much. Correct. That's true. This is a very depressing episode already. So let's get into <laughs> it. We want to keep this as short as possible. So enjoy. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> In Teacher's Strike, Miss Slovak goes on strike. Why? Because Principal Wartz has made a lot of budget cuts. All the teachers actually go on strike. And here's why. They have to... All the kids have to share tables and books. They, uh, the teachers have, a, have been rationed small amounts of chalk and coffee and light bulbs. And uh, the teachers aren't taking it. And so they go on strike. Uh, and the students are dismissed for the day. Um, only to find out the next day uh, that Principal Wars is going to try to teach all of the students at PS 118 in one in in the auditorium. 
uh, he finds out that it's not easy to keep hundreds of students occupied, and so he lets them go uh, basically until the teacher strike is over, which at first the students are all about, but there are a couple things that they find out as they're having a fun time fishing, bowling, playing arcade games, running around, doing whatever they want. The first thing they notice is the teachers are everywhere because guess what? Teachers are human. They need to make money too. And so they see Miss Slovak at the arcade, the fifth grade teacher at the bowling alley, another teacher at uh, the aquarium. And they're all, they're not hanging out. They're working. They're working. And they're, when they see the students, I mean, these teachers have a passion for teaching. And so guess what they try to do? They try to teach the students during their job. Uh, and the students aren't into it. Surprise. Uh, big surprise. So they try to go play on the playground at the school. But Principal Wart says, no, this is public property um, owned by the state and the city. The feds. The yeah. yeah. Get uh, out of here. And then he st- gives one final warning. Uh, the longer these teachers are on strike, the less summer vacation the kids will have. And so, I mean, what do you think Arnold and the gang does? They try to fix this situation. And so Arnold uh, and Gerald convince the local coffee shop to donate coffee uh, to the school to get them off strike. Does that work? No. Uh, now, look, Miss Slovak and uh, Principal Wartz enjoy enjoy a nice cup of joe, but that's not don't enough. We all, don't we all? Don't we all? But that's not enough to um, end the strike. Uh, so cut to uh, everyone's still frustrated and on strike. And the students wondering how they're going to get back into the classroom. And then they just decide, we're going to we're gonna go and sit in the classroom and read. And um, it's outside, a counter-protest. It's a counter-protest protest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Principal Wartz and Miss Slovak get in an argument outside of the classroom that the students are reading in. And then they say, uh, excuse me, we're reading. And then uh, they look in and realize, oh, this is about the students. The students want to be here. And so, weirdly, Miss Slovak and Principal Wartz fall in love. Maybe that's what's suggested. And then they There's walk off. There's a slew off. of lazy writing in this entire episode. So that's oh, just you've really just—that <laughs> yeah. is the end of the episode. Yes, yes. It, all all's well that ends well. Yeah. Um, well, it actually ends with Miss Slovak assigning the students a 500-word essay on the benefits of education. This episode is all over the place. Um, I will say the small amount of good in it is that I. Is that it ends at some point? Yeah, no, no. It like I'm not against at all an episode about teachers and no, we're into administration. That. Like, yeah, with this, it's like right no, up our alley. Like we Craig, thought, when I stop, I like no, the, no, 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 I like this. I, it's a rare time I'm uh, using his name favorably. Craig, bring in labor issues into the which show. they do all the time. We, yeah, we do do it a lot. This is very explicit. It's great. Yeah, when I saw but that you botched it. Well, he didn't. and you took calm, the joy. Calm down. He took the joy out of a young boy's face. I'm looking at Corey as he's doing the summary. <laughs> and he looks... There is I've a, never there seen is the lack a worth, of no, less no, no. passion on his face. The, the, the Abner, Abner Goes Home was oh. pretty bad, too. But the reason that was was because we just didn't care about it. Um, this maybe is hard because we do care about labor issues. Yes, and, and so... And education. And, and you so it's, don't, Craig. No, I'm just kidding. He's, you're a product of the 90s. It's your heyday. It's a different. We'll talk about that. We love you, Craig. Go on. You took this. You did. You did a, you did a service. Um, this episode. Don't let me dig my own grave. <laughs> you, you come out pretty strong, pretty early. Uh, I'm all about talking how bad it is. We don't have to say names. He doesn't care for us, anyways. I know. You don't know that. You you make it worse every episode. 
Even the good ones. I don't understand how this happens. Um, I feel like it's a real talk that we have to have. Maybe not on air. <laughs> Just the way I feel about God as well. I think if Craig's a good guy, he'll understand humor. He can take a jab every once in a while. I guess that's God too, yeah. See? Can we... Okay, so name... Whose fault it is aside, can we just talk about why this wasn't a great episode? I'm into doing that. Let's All right, cool. Um, actually, I'll say what was good about it. I don't think it. Craig had anything to do with this episode, He didn't, actually. no. So, yeah. No, no. So, we can blame other people. Like no one. No, okay, stop. It wasn't him either. Let's just stop <laughs> naming the names. We've spent so many minutes naming names. Uh, <laughs> I want, I, my goal is to make this this episode on our end a train wreck as much as the, yeah. <laughs> the actual episode is. It's rough. Um yeah. So far, so good. So far, you nail, you're nailing it, dude. Uh, yeah, it's like, I want to enjoy it. The, here's the the biggest glaring problem is, at least according to the way Hulu orders it, and actually the way it was released, too, why do they have an episode with Miss Slovak? She's not a teacher anymore. Like, it's Mr. Simmons now. Miss Miss Slovak wants to go play wants to go play professional golf. Yeah. It's, it's like, very frustrating, tonally, to shift to this character who is um long gone so i think there yeah i think there's like so many ways we could analyze how bad this episode is and i think we should systematically go through and do that sure and i think going through and talking about like the sort of uh irregularities that you're talking about is good and then i think also the narrative flow is really poor yep, yep. it's a like it's a super simple episode but it does a really good job at sort of making a very simple thing very confusing yes. which shows how bad the writing was which uh, is weird because the people the writing to, is usually, I mean, yeah, and the you know how who, we feel. The people who wrote this episode have written really good episodes they in have. the past, so it's it's a little confusing. It feels like maybe it was an early episode written that they just finished producing or they, later. Maybe if this was any other thing that I cared less about, I would think probably they just phoned it in. Yeah, because I think. It's almost like, and I think everybody does this a natural thing to do. You have, maybe you have like a passion for an idea and then your execution of that thing can be very poor. Yeah, because it's not a bad idea to talk about. No, it's good. Yeah. The, yeah. And I know for sure that there's at least one episode that deals with this, a similar topic with basically Mr. Simmons becoming the principal. And it's a great episode. It has a lot more like A, funny moments uh, and B, just like a more interesting um, empathetic conversation between Mr. Simmons and Mr. Warts, like realizing the... Um, that each of their jobs is complicated. And that doesn't really happen in this. There's not an actual understanding between the teachers and the principal. It's just like, Oh, like well, the students want to learn. There is, but it's like, that's actually, I think part of the, one of the glaring issues in my mind, it's like an episode like this could only have been written probably from the eighties on. Like there's the way that the issue of uh, teachers unions and labor in this episode is sort of addressed is like a very Clinton esque view of how labor works which is like mm. um, that essentially even proposing the idea that like and through the character of the principal who they show to be absurd throughout various parts of the episode and, so maybe and the season disagree. too. Yeah, totally. Or the show. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's actually like a pretty funny character. So the, usually I have two views of the, the way that they view the teachers and labor in this sort of episode. One of them is you could write it off as like, no, they're showing that the principal in his perspective is flawed, thinking that they're like being needy and they're asking right, for too right. much when they're not. They're asking for basic things that teachers need. Yes. And therefore they can do a good job to help the students. But then when you the, to me, the crux of it is when you listen at the with the dialogue and monologues that the, the kids, the students, Arnold and his friends give about the teachers. It actually, I think, shows you the real ideological perspective of the episode, which is that 
both sides have issues. The idea yeah. that the teachers are asking for too much and they have too many problems. And then the administrators, which is not what the kids would say, but the principal has his own issues too. And they need to like come to terms and they both need to have a compromise. And I think that to me is the most like 90s Clinton-esque mm-hmm. view of this, which is the viewing of at all a viewing of these specific teachers and the demands that they're seeking as being problematic at all. Because um, there's a nod to it at the very, 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 very beginning, which is like a, I think uh, the light at the end of the tunnel ideologically in this episode, which is when the lead, I think it might even be the first line, which is where the teacher, what's her name? Miss Slovak. Miss Slovak says uh, the kids are all sitting at the desk, like you were saying, and they're sharing books and they're sharing tables. And she, she says something like, well, if these cutbacks keep happening, uh, maybe we will become more efficient or something like that. And there's like some nod to the understanding of like, um, sort of the idea of austerity and cutbacks leading to higher efficiency, which is like a capitalist thing. Yeah. Uh, and um, so I think and it, there is like a bit of a nod to that, but I think the truth of what they're talking about uh, comes through in sort of the dialogue and the monologue with the children, which is that they're both sides to blame and they need to come to terms or come to some sort of consensus or conclusion uh, where they both lose a little bit, but then they like come to some compromise, which I think is problematic in this. And, and I'm thinking of the, another big teacher episode, which is when Mr. Simmons first shows up and there's this like cheesy, but beautiful moment where the students learn what Mr. Simmons was trying to teach them all along. And they actually put it to use. And there's, it's kind of a beautiful though cheesy, but it's like a beautiful moment of students putting it into practice. And they, it's like they're trying to replicate that here, but it's completely fluff and empty. So you have these students sitting in there, you know, doing a, what the principal says, um, a, a, a peaceful sit-in or something like yeah. that. And he says, oh, they always are going to have ulterior motives. And first of all, the audience knows their motive. They want summer. That's the motive. Yeah. But it's like they're presenting it like their motive is we just want to learn. But that's not true. Now, yeah. in other episodes, it is true. There is this like... Um, honor that, that even the students realize about learning. And that's especially relevant with uh, uh, Mr. Simmons episode. And in this one, it's like, they're trying to do the same thing, but it's like, it's yeah, it's fluff. It's well, it's and I think cotton it, candy. I think to build on what you're saying, it actually, it's almost like there's like a human nature play too, because it's like, I think if there is a thesis of this episode, I don't agree with this, but I think it's what they're getting at. Um, is when the principal looks at the kids and says, there's always an ulterior motive. Like if you look at the yeah. players in this episode, you have the kids, the teachers and the principal yeah. and uh, the way that the episode is written is they all have their ulterior motives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that is really it, but I still think it's still not, I mean, I, I get what they're doing. I see the utility to it, the narrative. I understand the purpose for it, of and, it and but I'm I don't not, think that it's, I'm like, even not against right. calling out that in human nature, there's always an ulterior motive. Uh, even though it's kind of presented in a funny way, I'm not against having that critical conversation. They just don't do it very well. In well, this. because it's like it's equating the idea of like wanting to have more summertime, which I mean is not a bad thing. No, it's no. good. But with like the want to like have each kid have a book, or have each kid have their own seat, or to ha- be able yeah. to go to the bathroom as a teacher, or to be able to, you know, what I mean, like you go through the list. And I think th- this epi- this episode is interesting given all the sort of labor labor issues that are going on right now. You have a lot of teacher strikes across the, the oh, United totally, States. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia is the really, was the mm-hmm. really prominent one at first. And I think the funny thing when you dive into the weeds about that one a little bit is like, if there's some sort of like fluffy sort of like, or the straw that broke the camel's back uh, for that scenario, <laughs> there was this 
at that at some of the schools the teachers had to like wear fitbits and they had to log their activity and depending on how much activity they would do in the day it would adjust to like their healthcare costs and it was like which is insane and the fact that like a conservative state, sounds like 1984 yes and this, yeah. the fact that, like a conservative state would allow that would allow that intrusion by the government yeah and shows yeah. you the ideology and the, the, the like gaping holes in conservatism but what or modern conservatism but i think but that that that, that could be like a thing where you could go it's both insane and it seems like small compared to like say healthcare costs or pay or other things but you I realize so. no, no yeah no. there's like a psychological weight to that that's really big yeah and i and i think the i, I think in general like the the health of the teacher is as important as the health of the student now totally. i think there's plenty of problems with um like tenure like it, like there are good things and bad things about tenure there are good things and bad things about like yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, you I'm, can have a real conversation about yeah exactly and i and I, what i so again, the drop that I like about this episode is that they're willing to talk about it because, you know, here we are 20 some years later and, um, these problems are still yeah. an issue. Like this isn't an old problem. Like, like that, that we've like that progress haven't, hasn't no, solved. No, this. no, no. Yeah. In fact, in a lot of it's, ways it's worse. Like totally. pr- uh, private school teachers make even less than they did back then. Public yeah. school teachers who should have way more opportunity to have like working pencils and pens and chalk. Are having or that cl- trouble specific as well. class sizes yeah and like how much yeah. so so it doesn't matter whether you're in the public or private sector in education it's pretty rough maybe worse than it was in the 90s i don't know i could ask my mom who is it was a teacher in both the 90s and recently yeah. um but i know that she you know she faced a lot of that um in the private sector and i have plenty of friends in the public that are just like it's it they're exhausted yeah. so i, I think f- funding for education has been dropping throughout time gosh dang um which is like it, like it, if you think about it like think about it like just in to getting it out of the elementary school zone like when they started the Cal State system in California which is where we record this podcast in beautiful sunny Glendale right now um, and it's no longer 120 degrees so no. that's good yeah it's, it's actually very nice um, so well when they when they so so say when my dad who's like 69 now went to Cal State Long Beach which is not ter- terribly far from here mm-hmm. um, he paid I think a hundred dollars a semester or something like that and now Ooh, that's steep dude well but now or 150 dollars a semester what? And, and basically nearly free and when you when you go there for a semester now it costs you seven thousand eight thousand dollars which is low which is low compared to private schools yeah. and other things but it's extremely high if you're talking yes. about you the know, past the past not that long ago so and that shows you just like where funding goes and has gone and changed it's, if you want to do it, go and do it really quick. It, it's going into prisons is actually where the money's going. It's mm. directly going away mm. from education and into the incarceral state, the carceral state. So, um, it, so yeah, so it has changed over time, um, and probably has gotten worse since the nineties, I'm guessing, and but really it's still the, a prominent issue. The conversation has changed too. And so that's, you had mentioned, I don't know if it was a few minutes ago or off mic, but you said, um, that this is a very nineties way of, I mean, yeah, you mentioned like the Clinton-esque type of way of talking about it. And so the subject is still very relevant, but it's talked about in a way that feels just very simplistic and reductive and not at all, um, not nuanced, definitely, and not creative. It like this story doesn't weave together in a way that makes me really f- feel empathy for any of the characters. Totally. Um, and, and, and yeah, the writing, oh, it's just the writing's poor, which is weird because I remember when we watched the last episode, Tour de Pond, 
the first watch through, I was kind of worried, like, I don't know if there's a lot here. And then the second time watching through, both Adam and I realized, oh, no, like, there's a lot here. And then we had, that a, was a, good, I we had a really good time. Yeah. We had a really good time last week. And, or you guys what, had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and this time, I remember seeing the name and going, this is going to be Adam's bread and butter. It's about the teacher's strike. It's all <laughs> no. about the union. And then it just ends up being... Like in name only, very interesting. Well, in name only, and like, it even makes it sort of hard to talk about too, because it's like, it doesn't. I mean, you could. I think we often go on tangents, which I think is great. But yeah. I think it's good to be able to weave your tangents in with like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've handled in and out of those tangents, and it makes it hard because I think if you want to have an interesting conversation about the teacher teacher strikes currently. It requires going so far from this episode yeah, yeah. because there's not a lot of meat here. No, there's not. I mean, the, the meat that there, the moments that are like pointed that normally would be uh, the strength of Hey Arnold, they end up just standing out very obviously. Like, well, that's pointed. Like Stinky saying, "We're we're oh, what do you, something about like we're pawns of the system. We're being kicked around like a dog in a mud a mud mm-hmm. alley or something like." I like that Stinky has more brains than he realizes. Yeah. Like that's a strength of his character that he's the dumbest person and manages to say the things that are true. Yeah. Um, but because the rest of the episode was not really um, like eloquent or like nuanced in the way it was talking about it, his obvious statement just stuck out as like the writer. It's like, oh, clearly that's seems the like writer. A trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. seems like a goofy little bit. Instead of a like a, a really profound character trait of him, totally. Um, and then the, there's a moment where the principal and uh, Miss Slovak are like arguing, and the principal says, like, uh, what he says, uh, typical teachers, blah 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 blah. And then oh, she yeah, says, always blaming the administration. And then she says, typical administration, always putting the responsibility on us, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't mind that in a kids' cartoon, like, so the adults can go, I know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. but it it was so um it's almost like too obvious it's, it's like so obvious. on the nose yeah uh, in an episode that had no nuance yeah it didn't it just it the need, normal situations fall flat like normal lines right, right. just are become a problem what you I, I feel like what you want if you're going to use those cheesy tropes to work well you need the rest of the episode to be really subtle and nuanced so yeah that, so those uh, moments can kind of balance that out but instead um yeah, you just we just had a really flat episode with a few spikes that could normally be great, but instead were just a little bit. So if we want, and if we want to be a little bit more gracious, there there's like one um, bit of nuance that they threw in, which is when the kids are in the grocery store and they run into the teacher who's complaining like and says something along the lines of like, "Oh, yesterday we were having free coffee, and now look at this, no coffee." And the kids, that's when they think like, "Oh, the coffee's the issue," and then. When the the, the, the the kids get the coffee from the coffee shop for free to donate and then they give it to the principal and the teacher and they're trying to like make amends uh, for, yeah. for the two of them. Um, the, t- the teacher, when she realizes they think that the, the issue is just over coffee, she like spits it out and goes, no, it's much more than coffee. Showing that like their demands are not trivial demands like coffee. Totally. There yeah. is substance yes. to them. And that's like a good point and that's like a good part. But I think the, the issue I think is there's, like you were saying, it's just like there's so many points where you're kind of like rolling your eyes because it's just bad that yeah. even the decent parts don't land. Yeah. It, and, you know, I it, it isn't there actually isn't much in this episode philosophically that I like strongly disagree with. I think most of it I'm like, 
well, yeah, of course teachers need to be treated well. And of course students should have a normal summer vacation. And of course, you know, coffee is yeah. important, but not the most important thing. Like, yeah, right. There See isn't... me without my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like there aren't many moments where I'm like, okay, that's just like wrong. And it, yeah. it, it has more to do with the context of how they did it. It just, and, and why too, yeah. it felt pointed in a way that wasn't a conversation or like, it, it wasn't even sappy. There weren't, uh, no, spoiler alert. There was no cry of the week. No. And, and maybe for our time spent, maybe, I don't know. There, yeah. Oh, and, uh, just, uh, one little bit too, in, cause in this episode it talks about like how the te- the students feel shafted in this situation. Um, if you look at like the teacher strikes that have gone on, especially in West Virginia, um, the students and the parents actually have been backing and supporting the teachers mm-hmm. um, because they understand that like teachers need to be treated well in order to uh, treat the students well and be able to teach well. And also it wasn't their demands were not just solely centered in the school like they they were fighting for issues for uh, public employees all across the state right, and different right. issues as well. Mm. So there was more of like coalition building that allowed more people to be included. So then more people felt like they had a stake and wanted to participate and support. Um, so that's good. And that's real life and not this cartoon. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've had some, some lackluster episodes. Craig's allowed some. Yeah. There, I feel like some. this is one of maybe four episodes where we weren't impressed. Most are either like good or great. And there've been like a small handful that haven't been. And this is one of them. And we should you know, hate tweet Craig. I, I think, I think, I think the bummer for me is like, you know, we, uh, Adam and I work hard to get behind the mic every other week and sometimes it doesn't happen. Um, but what we like is we like a good episode. We like it. It's like invigorating and it makes us go, wow, we're glad that we're still doing this. Uh, because you know, we have jobs and lives, but we like talking nerdy about, uh, a thing that we like, a thing that we like about anything we like, but yeah, we like talking about Hey Arnold and in a, in a nerdy way. And I think we've gotten pretty nerdy this episode, but, but not in a way that is fulfilling. And so that's the thing I'm actually most disappointed about is like, like I got Adam behind the mic and (laughs) it's like, it was like a lackluster episode and, and we're committed to, we got a couple beers going though. We're fine. We're good. No, no, we, 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 we got burgers tonight. It was great. (laughs) We, and, and you know, We'll be fine. We're not sure about you guys, but yeah, we'll, we'll seriously. be fine. We're committed to even talk about the bad episodes, and that's why we're here. Yeah, um, yeah totally. But, uh, you know, that's all I can say. I don't... But if, and if you listen to this, or you watch the episode, you know the episode, you like the episode, this is not a one-way street. You can send us an email. Please tell us. Tell us and be like, you guys are idiots. You missed this really great point. I think you're wrong. You probably won't email us that. But I think that if you would feel that way, we'd love to hear it. I think... I think any real fan is going to roll their eyes as soon as they see Miss Slovak. Not because she's a bad character, but because they wrote her out. It just, it's like, who is that Netflix's or Hulu's fault? Or you know, is that, or is it that was Craig's released fault? in 97, which uh, what, what I, what I imagine. And I don't know if you've worked for, if you worked for the show, sure. Yeah. Reach out to us. That'd be great for many reasons. But one, what it seems like might've happened is, you know, that maybe they produced 20 episodes for season one. And 18 uh, of them went live and they used and the last two were just sitting on the back burner. And yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe there were some episodes in season two that were really difficult. Um, this, this is the end of the season. This is towards the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. So they might've been like, Oh some crap. Filler. Like, yeah, just a filler to like, uh, get like, make the syndication a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I imagine if, if it was released 
in the order that Hulu has presented it. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Um, but otherwise, it, yeah, it's I guess it's probably Hulu's fault for shifting it around like this. Or yeah. maybe the network, it might be Nickelodeon. I don't know. Tell me who to blame. Just that's all I need to know. I need to get my anger out. Uh, I mean, you can blame me for suggesting this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, that's that doesn't work. Yeah, um, I had a dream that um, we brought on like five people onto this podcast, like what? like some friend, like mutual friends. Yeah, and I was looking around for a better space to record. We were at like a library or something, and I come back and like you're not even there. You don't even have headphones on. You're like producing basically, like just kind of watching. Like there weren't enough mics or something, and they had already. Managing. The, these other four people on the show with us had already started recording and I was like, what? No, no. Like, this is the my founder. podcast. I'm the founder. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and like you, I didn't even, I didn't, it's weird. I didn't even get mad at you. I think we brought in another guy to help host or something. Cause we thought we could just use another, another voice. Wrong. And we would never think that. I know. I know. Um, uh, yeah. So Two I mean, authoritative voices apparently I'm, panel. apparently I'm, Stressed about, uh, I was stressed about this the future episode. Yeah. Um, we'll be here. We'll be here next time. Don't be sad. You guys, we will be here next time. Uh, so we do have music. Um, well, okay. Is there any reason to shit no. on Arnold? Is there any reason to have a cry of the week? I feel like Arnold did nothing wrong here. Um, no, I was going to make a joke, but I won't make the joke cause it'll make you mad. Okay. You can make it if you want. No, no. So yeah, I think we're good. I think we can wrap this baby up. Okay. And we have some um, tunes. No cry of the week. No, no. Let's not give it to them. They haven't earned it. Yeah, it's bad. Um, this week we have. Um, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of Bad Bad Not Good. Uh, yeah. If not, they are not bad bad. They are in fact good. Ooh. Uh, Unlike this episode, they wah, are good. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, this song is called "And That Too," uh, spelled T O O. It's from uh, the album. IV, aka four in Roma- Roman numeric order. Uh, I know. They are very complicated. They are. Uh, yeah, it's pretty chill. If you think that's complicated, get a load of these rhythms. These beats. Yeah. Uh, email us at hey.handledhey at gmail.com. Rate and review. We've gotten some really very yeah. sweet, touching reviews recently. Yeah, that those were amazing. Are like, like, if you're not even going to rate and review, just go read them because they made us feel good. They'll make you feel good. Yeah, and they, they both they both basically said exactly what we're trying to do and um, called out some things that made us feel pretty good. So, so uh, the, you more people should do that. Please. We need it after this great. episode. Yeah, after this episode for real. <laughs> um, well, I wish we could talk for another half hour about how great this is, but we can't. We that, can't. But we'll it, have so. maybe one more beer. Maybe one more beer. Um, Okay, well, uh, enjoy the music, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.